Did your heart just beat? Okay, then praise God. Join us in prayer and fellowship in the name of Jesus. We would love to pray with you and for you in faith. God is an amazing God. His word lasts forever, and I believe you will be blessed as we all fellowship in the name of Jesus Christ. I have a, 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 a old, old, old friend, um, a good brother in Christ, uh, one of my best friends from childhood. I mean, we, we stayed in touch all these years, and I got my, my brother on the line with me. His name is uh, Mark Woody. <laughs> How's How you doing, doing man? man? How you I'm doing, good, bro? man. It's always good to talk to you, man. Always. That's good, man. That's good. How's everything <laughs> going with you? It's going good. Um, during this during this quarantine time. Oh man, we're we're getting by, man. We're uh, we're we're leaning on our faith quite a bit now, more than ever, right? <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, it, it's some. It's it's a wonderful thing, but it's also a challenging thing. You know, we gotta we gotta get used to this quarantine and staying home and everything and lockdown and stuff. But I mean, it's, it's more time for us to get into God's word, fellowship with the family, with the kids and everything. So I, I look at it as a blessing. I think that's what God wants us to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's making a little bit of light out of, uh, you know, the darkness. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's, uh, you know, living in fear right now. And yep. that's the last thing. God wants us to do right. <laughs> Amen. That's the truth. That is the truth. Walk by faith and not by sight. So, uh, Amen. I mean, I just wanted to uh, get a hold of you, man. Get you on this podcast, man. It's been it's been a long time coming, man. It's been a lot of we're going to set up this date, and then for whatever reason, it, it falls through. But now we're finally we're finally together, man. Finally yeah, man. Together. I'm proud. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud yeah. of you. Uh, you know, using your platform and your knowledge and. Yeah, man. Now it's uh making my my podcast debut now too. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, it's it's just gonna be you know me and you. We're chit chatting. We're, we're like I said, we're we've been knowing each other what twenty three, twenty four years. I mean, when oh, we go man, back. I, I feel old. Yeah. Man. You are old, man. <laughs> we we are. Yeah, and our, our kids make us feel even older. Yeah, I absolutely. Remember, uh, yeah, man, playing basketball in your backyard and. Everybody being afraid to go get the ball when it rolled off to your uh, your dogs. Melvin, oh Melvin, yeah. Melvin had this big 130 pound German Shepherd that man scared the daylight oh, out man. of everybody. That brings <laughs> that brings back some memories. So what was that? Seventh, seventh, eighth grade? Yeah, at, at least seventh grade, at least. Jabbar was a monster. There he was. So man, <laughs> think about that. Our, our our kids are getting ready to go into sixth grade. Oh, we met man. sixth, seventh grade. So that's, man, that's almost twenty, twenty-five years. Almost twenty-five years ago, bro. It doesn't even seem like it. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. When it when it's when it's good times, you know what I mean. So, no, that's how sure. I look at it. It's all a blessing. It's all a blessing. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad to have you, man. I'm I'm glad to have you, bro. Even though we stay twenty, twenty-five minutes apart, I mean, this is it's a blessing to have you on, bro. And I, I, I you know, I just want to sit down and. Go over, you know, just this chit chat. You know what I'm saying? So, so if you don't mind, let's. You want to get into it? Yeah, absolutely, man. I know when you uh, when you had first um, mentioned to me that you were going to start your podcast, man, I couldn't have been happier for you because oh, you know I, I I know um, I know your passion and you know the the mission that you're on. Um, 
you know, is, is huge. And, you know, I support you 100% because, you know, I obviously I, I mean, the, the listeners don't really, don't really know, but, you know, I, I call you all the time, you know, oh, yeah. when, when I'm, when I'm battling. So oh, yeah, yeah. I, pre- I appreciate you having me on, man. Oh man. Likewise, bro. I, I appreciate you blessing. Appreciate you blessing me to be on this podcast, bro. Like I said, I, I mean, it's just, it's just two men with families that's believers, you know what I mean? So, I mean, we're always, we will always have that bond from basketball to high school baseball man, to you know, growing oh, up with man. kids to now fellowshipping together in God's <laughs> word, man. I mean, it's, yeah. you know where, where God will take us next, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, we've been through a lot for sure. Now, that, man, uh, we can talk all day. Oh, my God, oh my God. yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> so, speaking of that, speaking of that, you know, one thing that, you know, I, I have been I've been looking at and, you know, with it being close to Easter, with you know, today being actually Good Friday and everything, um it, it came over me to like I was, you know, thinking about, you know, I, I wanna hear your perspective is, you know, what does Jesus dying and his resurrection mean to you? Oh man. That's a uh a big question. Yeah. But in in all honesty, man, I mean, it, it represents so much, dude. I mean, to me, I think it represents the the power of God Himself, mm. right? Um, yeah. I mean, it it really validates who who Jesus claimed to be, right? He claimed to be the Son of God, Messiah, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's w- without that, you know, the gospel really would have been powerless. Yeah, um, amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean, there's so much, you know, it uh, validates, you know, claims that he made, you know, he was going to be raised on the third day. I mean, it's, it's, you could go on so much. I mean, it's just, it's it's so, uh, so symbolic. Yeah, amen. That's the truth. That's the uh, truth. What, what about... Okay, can I get your take on that? Oh yeah, absolutely. I I was just getting ready to go into, Um, (laughs) you know, you know, Jesus dying and his resurrection. What that means to me is, you know, we have a new life. Um, We're we're able to to inherit it. We're able to inherit the kingdom of heaven, and and that being, you know, the bridge, being Jesus. You know, accepting him as as our Lord and Savior. You know, it's just like. It's it's just like uh, you know being like obviously being born again you know being baptized and stuff we all were baptized when we were little but it, it took me you know really as I'm getting older and and looking at the things of my life and and saying like wow God has really pulled me through a lot of stuff and it's only by the blood of Jesus that that happened that that happened so if Jesus that's like just like what the scripture says if Jesus would not have lived and die, then our faith would be, would be non-existent. But we know we have fact. We know that Jesus came down as a man and died for our sins to make us whole, to clean us up. And so with Jesus dying, that means that my sins die with him. Right. And then with, with him resurrecting, that means that he got up with all power in his hands with forgiveness for everybody that turns to him. So I know that I won't be condemned on how I used to live my life or I won't be condemned on, on the things of the past that, you know, we went through not knowing God like how we should have. You, you know what I'm saying? 
No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that pretty much says it. Um, you know, like he he knew he was on a mission. He knew he had to die to forgive his people for their sins. Amen. Um, and that that was it, man. I mean, just think about what he went to um, on his journey, right? When how how many times, um, you know, Peter tried to help him, yeah. right? Yeah. And he just kept telling him, like, you know, this, you know, this is what I have to do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's so symbolic. Amen. Amen. So so did you grow up as a as a church kid? So, I mean, you know, no, actually, I, I didn't. Um, it, it, what, what's weird about it is, um, I wouldn't say it's weird, but so um, I was baptized Catholic, and mm-hmm. my my grandmother, um, she went to church, and she went to the Catholic church, and the only type of service that I really knew growing up was the Catholic service. Okay. And, um, you know, each their own but to me um i just didn't get the same sort of uh feeling inside the catholic church like i i felt like i was always scared to go in there um i always felt like i was judged um i wasn't educated um you know so there was a lot of things i'd walk into Mm -hmm. the church and i would just be you know Scared and nervous, and you know, anxious. It was intimidating. Yeah, Catholic church is huge. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. you ain't never seen a small Catholic church. I mean, they, they're they're extreme. And intimidating is definitely the word. Um, so yeah, it was for me. It kind of um, steered me away from from going to church because growing up, that was what I thought church was. Okay. Um, and it, I always had. It's like for me, I always had God in my heart, and I always, even though I didn't go to church, it's um, it's crazy because I always had this feeling. I, I realized it, realized that as I got older, I always had this feeling in my heart. Um, I always, and you know, you realize like that's God, um, yeah, but guiding you through decisions that you make, um, just you know, to kind of touch on like this you know, how we grew up, right? We we didn't grow up in, um, you know, your typical suburbs, but we didn't grow up like, um, you know, in a, 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 a like a extremely bad area. But, you know, right. there was a little bit on both sides and we yeah, had a lot right. of, we had, a, we had a lot of temptation to, to, to go in the opposite direction. Yeah, of course. And we, both of us, we, we had friends who, um, you know, they just, you know, kind of went off, you know, went off track. And, yeah, absolutely. And I always had that feeling in my heart. And I, I realized that as I got, you, I always felt like growing up for you, like you made these decisions um, and I admired you for it. And I was like, man, that's Melvin. Like he always, you know, you were always happy. You know, when, when we, when, the, when everybody else is doing something silly, you know, even my mom would always, yeah, just go with Melvin. Like, I, I know he's not going to, you know, make the bad decisions. <laughs> um, but I, I realized that as I got older, like, man, that was, that was God really telling you, telling me, um, that's not a good decision. You know, yeah. you, shouldn't, you shouldn't run off with those kids. You shouldn't go do that. Um, you know, it's, I was not to get off, off track, but, you know, I was having a, uh, a conversation with one of our other friends we grew up with, um, 
Leroy not too mm-hmm. long ago, mm-hmm. and we were just talking about friends of ours that are, you know, no longer with us, um, mm-hmm. who were locked up yeah. for, you know, for murder. It's like, man, these are kids we grew up hanging out with every single day. Um, but for some reason, man, God, you know. God's angels kept, was over us. Yeah. His angels yeah. was with us, and his love, was, was his grace and mercy was over us. Yeah. You know, but but to jump back on, on track, um, yeah, I always felt it in my heart. And there, there every single time, you know, not every single time, but, you know, a lot of the time, you know, I'd feel him tearing, pulling at me, like, come on, man, like, this is this ain't a good, you know, mm-hmm. this ain't a good move. Don't do it. conviction. Yeah. I always had it. And even um, one thing about me is uh, I get really hard on myself. And, you know, growing up, it was like, man, I shouldn't have done that. And I'd always, you know, regret it, and I'd always think about it, and I'd dwell on it. And I know that's not what God wants us to do now, but I knew that, like, you know, that was it was God telling me, like, it was a bad decision, but I didn't know how to get past it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it was weird. I just came... You know, it, you know, it came along as I got older, but um, it, it all worked out. Amen. Amen. And I mean, for me, you know, we went to church regularly, but not like every Sunday. But it was like two to three times a month we were we were at church. I mean, we didn't go to like we didn't go to Wednesday night Bible study, Friday night prayer service, nothing like that. I mean, we just went. To Sunday morning service, and I mean, just just that. I mean, that's where. So I wouldn't necessarily. I, I would say I was a church kid, but not a church kid, because like I was dragged to church, and so when and I remember like being able to, old enough, sixteen, seventeen years old, seventeen years old, was like. You coming to church? I'm, and I was like, nah. And they, my mom and dad was like, okay, all right, we'll see you. And I was like, wait, <laughs> I, I can make this choice now. I mean, like, I don't have to go. Yeah. But, but but no, it wasn't. It wasn't like I was like there every Sunday or nothing like that. And then once I got to able to make the choice on my own, I, I mean, I, I did rarely go to church, but I still knew God. I knew I had the fear of Him, but not like how. Yes. Not like how we have it as, you know, true believers in Christ. So right. it, it was like, okay, I, I knew the morals, you know. I ain't going to go out and start, you know, selling drugs or robbing folks or nothing like that. <laughs> right, yeah. So no, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't when, that I when didn't there was, know God. When there were people um, around us that were doing that every day, yeah. you just, oh, yeah. your, your, your morals told you, like, yeah, and it was the fear of God. Absolutely, and that it was the fear of God that um, I I believe kept us from from going down that path. Yeah, Amen, Amen. Yeah, and, and like like you said, like our some of our closest, some of my best friends. I mean, growing up, I mean, like you said, are either in jail or, you know, unfortunately they got tied up in in that life and are no longer with us. But you know, we're, as we're praying for them, we're remembering them. And we're, you know, we just thank God that he pulled us out of situations where we could have been down that same path. So getting back to the point, yes and no. I grew up as a, a church kid. So, I mean, but that's – that's. 
it's it's always it's always cool to hear people's um, their journeys, right? Oh yeah, it, absolutely. It, it really is because um, Christians come from all walks of life. You know, you come from so many different um, positions where you know where you, I mean, you like like now. Um, I don't want to say it's it's trendy, but like non-denominational churches are um, a huge gateway for uh, for people to be introduced to Christ and it's awesome. Like it's the, the fact that it's so it's, it's um, uh, not portrayed, but it's so uh, conveyed nowadays as accepting mm-hmm. as opposed to like when we were younger, we, I didn't really, I don't remember ever seeing anything like that. Uh, no, you know, no. like now the, the church, there's churches everywhere. And yeah. then it's, it's, it's so, um, it's so geared on just, uh, you know, welcoming you in there, introducing yeah. you to God. And to me, man, I, I wish I would have, you know, been introduced to something like that when I was younger. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And, and like, like, like my church, I mean, we're a Baptist church, but I mean, it's, it's not like the, the old, school way of how church is. I mean, we, 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 we preach the gospel. I mean, we make sure that that's, you know, first and foremost, we talk about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We are, like I said, we're a Baptist church, so we do baptisms. Um, it's not a whole, whole lot of, like, you know, speaking in tongues and stuff like that, but it's everyone is welcome, you yeah. know, and, and it's just, our 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 past my pastor does such a, a great job of spreading the word that he he reads from different translations from time to time, so it's not mm-hmm. just just the King James, but it's it's like <laughs> when you when you see that you have a younger crowd of your church, you want to you want to change your ways to try to uh, reach keep them sucked in. Try, yeah, yep, try, to try to reach them. And and I, I feel he does a, a great job at. That's the church I grew up in. Now I'm a minister at that church. So I mean, right? And yeah, I'm it's been, you, I appreciate it. And it's just been under that fellowship of of my pastor that uh, you know that's my that's my I look at him as my mentor. You know, my my godly mentor. You know, under under Christ. That's awesome, man. So I got another one for you. You know, with you not being a a church kid growing up, what made you turn to Christ or change your lifestyle as an adult? Oh, man. Um, well, this is a big one. This is something that uh, it was a, a real pivotal point in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah. It, oh, and yeah. We, we went through a uh, situation where um, we had a daughter pass away. And Jesus. She she was in the hospital for um, for a month after she was born, and she was born with with a uh, with a muscular condition, to where she wasn't even able to she wasn't capable of breathing on her own without oh, um, without support. So for for us, man, we had I mean it was like turning our lives upside down for for me. Um, you know, I, I wish Jamie was up here with me right now to to kind of touch on it because she's better at it. But uh, yeah, it was, it was 
you just one of those things you just do not expect, right? And yeah. I wasn't fully prepared. Um, you know, my relationship with 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 God wasn't um as strong as it is now. I wasn't you know, I was kind of going through the motions. I took her pregnancy lightly. Um, I should have done some things better. I should have been mm-hmm. more supportive of her. Um, you, you look back and you think of all these things you should have done. Yeah. Um, but so when all that happened, there, man, my, my emotions were so mixed because we didn't, we were pretty much living in the hospital for the, the month that, you know, she was with us. Mm-hmm. And, man, I was battling, dude. I was, you know, days I can where imagine, I was, bro. I can imagine, bro. And then, then trying to work as well while you're going through that too. I, I can only imagine that. Yeah. So after she was born, um, I took a week off and then I needed to go back to work to just kind of take my mind off of things. And I was working half days and then I'd go right back up to the hospital two or three times a day. And mm-hmm. man, it, it was, it, it was, it was, a, it was a struggle. And, um, when, um, you know, like throughout like our, our trips back and forth, Jamie and I would, we got to a point where like, I, I was, yeah, I was like, I just, like, I just was just angry. And mm. when, when you get to a certain point, you, you know, in a situation like that, you're just like, you can't, you have nothing. Like you have no, you realize like how little you are and how, how, like no matter how much you try to control, no matter how much you try to prepare like you have, you are, you know, you have no control over the situation. So for me, I was angry. Um, even though I, I didn't, my, my relationship with, um, with Christ wasn't as strong as it is now. It was like, I was blaming him. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, man, like God, you know, I, I, I live my way, you know, I, I live my life, um, as a good person. It, it was just, it, I was just trying to take it out on somebody. Yeah. So, after dealing with anger, um, sadness, you know, a little bit of everything, we we started talking more. And Jamie has a cousin of hers. Her name is Wendy, and she was honestly, dude, like she was like an angel for me. She came in and she pointed me to, um, you know, the, some the right people. She's a strong Christian. Um, we talked. We fellowshiped. Um, you know, she, she really helped me through it. And, you know, with a little bit of help from her, she, um, got us listening to, we started listening to the Bible app. And so every day I, cause we were at a point where like, I was like, I don't know what else to do. Like, I have no control over this. I have nothing. Um, she's like, this is what you need. Like you really need to lean on God. So I was like, okay. And Jamie had, Jamie was already, um, she was, you know, she had a relationship with God and ours, you know, our journey is a little bit different. Um, she had gone through some things prior. Um, and so she, she already had a relationship. And for, mm-hmm. for me, it was like, okay, now I'm being introduced to it. Let's see what happens. Like, I have nothing else to lose. Like, yeah. this is, is, is so, like, so we started listening to the Bible app every day. We're, you know, going back and forth. We're listening, right. the, we're listening to Scripture. Um, and then 
we got to a point where um, we we were taking we were having some good days, some bad days at the hospital, and you know I started you know building my relationship with God. I started talking to God every day, mm-hmm. and it became so easy for me. Yeah, and it was like such a um, it, it was weird how my anxiety shifted to a feeling that I didn't know was faith, and it was getting me through the day. And Wendy, Wendy, um, Jamie's cousin, talked to me one day, and she said, I have somebody from the church, a member of the church, he's a senior, who I think you would really uh, benefit from from speaking with. I said, cool, you know, bring him up there. Okay. Came in to the hospital, and I met him. His name was Ken, and it was on a night where they had tried taking uh, – our daughter off the vent, it didn't work. And, you know, I was, you know, back to dealing with anger. Mm-hmm. And he came in and just wanted to talk with me. And come to find out that I'm not, I'm not making this up. He had lost five children. Oh, my and, God, Jesus. And we talked all different, all different situations, too. So so we talked and I was I was so blown away by this guy's faith, right? I was mm-hmm. I was so intrigued by man, I'm here I am in this situation and this guy has lost five children and his faith is this strong. Yeah. Like really? And I'm over here battling like there has to be something more, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So and th- that was huge for me. Meeting him was a, another game changer. It was like, dude, if if he if he can make it out of losing five children and still keep his faith through all this, like there's something more. So I said, let's dig into it. So we we really started digging into it, and it, like I said, there was there was plenty of times that were ups and downs. You know, I'm dealing with anger still, and like I said, me and Jamie were listening to the Bible app. Um, on our way to the hospital, and we there was one day where I was a little bit angry again, and I was like, "Man, you know, like, and I'm getting really passionate about it too because I'm learning a little bit more." And I'm like, "Listen, I'm like, I just wish that if God was real, I wish He would just." I turned to, we're listening to the to the app. I turn it down. I pause it. Whatever I did, mm-hmm. and I told her I was like, "Man, I, I wish." He would just like reach out and grab me and say, "Look, I'm real. Like this is yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm here for you." I, <laughs> and that was that was my that was my words to her. And as I said that, I kid you not, a semi truck drove past us, and on the back of the semi truck, it said, "Jesus loves you." Wow! And wow, man, that gave me that just gave me chills, bro. And it was so. Crazy, the, yeah. Imagine being there. When I when I tell it, um, when I when I tell people that they they don't believe it, but it's like yeah, no, that that honestly happened. And um, I'm not one to uh, you know claim things to be coincidences. Like it, it's it's like the, that that just that just does not happen, you know. For and and at the, at that time. I felt like I could tell God was placing people in my life. He was like that situation right there. 
Like, these things weren't just happening. Like, yeah. how do you meet somebody who had lost? I'm losing one child, and he's, he had lost five children, right? So it's All like, right. And he can do God, it. If he can he, go through it, yeah. God, is, God was placing these people in my life, and and that right there, and that, that that situation in particular was like, that's where I knew like I wasn't. There was no way I was making that a coincidence. Like that was that was God. That was and the Holy it, Spirit, God, His angels. From, that was everything. Yeah, man. And then so um, from that point, you know, our daughter had passed away. And it was it was hard for sure, but I kid you not, man. There was no other way I was making it out of there without my faith, without my relationship with God. I realized mm-hmm. like if, if I didn't have faith, I had nothing. That oh, was yeah. it. Yeah. So and from, and like that. I mean, with with your daughter, with your daughter passing. I mean, God. I'm just listening to you and, and, and knowing, you know, me, for me, me and you being best friends and stuff, knowing this about you, I, I honestly believe that God put your daughter there and and had that situation because God set stuff up. God let that happen so that you can turn and see that I need Jesus. Amen. So, Amen. so, so <laughs> your your daughter came and served her purpose, even though she was a month old, served her purpose that God had sent her for, you know what I'm saying, for, for you and Jamie's faith to grow beyond measurable. You, you know yeah. what I mean? I truly believe that, man. Yeah, wow. and Jeez. without, you're right, man, without without faith, I, yeah, I, I, I may have never, um, realize that i don't know you know because and, and yeah. that's what that's what's so tough is because um you see people out there struggling mm-hmm. and you realize like dude like there comes a point in life where you have no control yeah and you just have to let jesus take the wheel and that's it like and those are the times like you said um where you realize like hey like I and I tell I, when I you know every day in my prayers I always tell them how much I I need you, like yeah. and when when I'm battling, um, it, my, I'm I'm direct. I'm like I need you, like I absolutely need you. So hurry it up. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What, calling them up. Calling on them. Yeah. I'm just 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 being direct. Um, but yeah, that was, you know crazy situations, but it, it definitely strengthens your testimony. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, 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 and for me, you know, I mean, mine was my my walk, my growth, my, you know, my leading to Christ was, I mean, it's nowhere near as as tough as yours was. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, I mean, that's just, that that's a tough one there, man. And so from, from my my uh, lifestyle changed. What made me turn to Christ was, you know, I mean, one day the wife, she was just like, my wife, she was just like, I just feel different. Like, it's not like it's, like, what, how we were living. I mean, we wasn't living crazy or nothing like that, but we wasn't living wholeheartedly for God. And it was just like, 
we we have to have a lifestyle change. And so, I mean, it, it took it took me longer than her because, I mean, I'm gonna be real. Like every young man I, at the time, I was twenty three, twenty four. It's right around the time we had uh, our son, and it was like after we had him and and what my wife was like you know we we got to change we got to change our ways and i had you know I, I was never a big drinker or nothing like that but i i drunk very very occasionally and so i was like you know what i, I didn't drink until i was like 22 21 22 yeah man you're and, growing and, up dude you'd never uh, you know i i know your history and yeah, yeah, man, you would, you know, you wouldn't even touch alcohol. Yeah, so, yeah, and that, that's that's huge, man. And so I was like, right, I mean, that'll be easy to to let go. But like the biggest thing, the biggest change, where I I turned and said, God, I need you, and letting like honestly letting the pornography go. I mean, that was the biggest, that was the toughest thing that I could. You know that that's what made me turn to Christ. Like I was just like I I have a wife, but I still have this you know yeah temptation. And it was just yeah. like God, I need you. I, I'm praying through this. We went seeing counselors and everything else, and it was just like that was like the turning point. Like I don't want this no more. And and I struggled with it for for a couple of years. I struggled with it, man, for real. And yeah. it was just like I want more Jesus. I need you. I have to have you. This is the only way I can get rid of this. And so that was my, uh, you know, lifestyle change. I mean, like I said, we wasn't, like, living the dream, but we wasn't living the godly way. I mean, yes, we were married and everything else, but we wasn't living the godly way how God intended us to be. You have a a greater purpose, and you you realize it. Um, So those days where... You know, leading up to to that point, you could feel it. Like you, there yeah. was, a, I'm, sure, I'm sure there was an emptiness. Like at the end of each day, like there's, just, yeah, something to tell you, like this isn't right. Because, um, I mean, I felt it. James yeah. felt it. We, I mean, we, we all have. You know, yeah. I mean, we're 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 all human. Um, but yeah, dude, that's it, and to me, that's where fellowship is so important because. Yeah. Yep. Um, as men, we don't. This is what Jamie tells me all the time. She's like, you know, this is what like guys don't talk. Yeah. And yep. I'm like, well, I'm like I do now. You know, like and it just you realize like I, guys do talk in their own way. Yeah. Um. But, but it's when, never it's never to the level like of a communication like me and you have. I mean, it might be, right. man, I'm going through this at the house and. And then you might get, oh man, it'll get better. I mean, that that'll be the just of it. Yes, but but when but when you can include, um, you know, your relationship with God and guidance and, um, you know, some some form of uh, uh, spiritual gu- guidance, I guess. And it, it, to me, that that's such a game changer. And guys just. As as men, we need that. We yeah. need we need more. Um, yeah. Because you know, God knows we have a hard time talking to our our ladies 
you yeah. know, about oh, yeah. stuff like oh, yeah. that. And it was it was funny because, like, that was like, it's like, ah, you don't understand. You're not a guy. And, I mean, it's like, I can't talk to you so, about guy stuff. I mean, I need some guys. And, and it's just like, guys don't talk about stuff. Like, I mean, they don't talk. I mean, they'll talk. We'll talk about sports. We'll talk about food. We'll talk about guns and all kinds of stuff like that. Cars and, and everything. Yeah. When it comes to God, it's just like, um, that'll make me that'll make me look soft, right? And and Man. it's the it's the total opposite. Well, once you get to that point, you get sucked in, and you you realize like it's like um, you know, like you're just dehydrated. Yeah. You just you you you're like, man, like I I've needed this, and yeah. you feel so cleansed after. Like I know after we talk, man, we can talk for hours, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and time can fly by, but it's it's like it's it's so natural, and it, it's good for you know for yeah. us, it, you know, our, not not just us, but like for men in general, yeah. you know. That I think a lot of men don't realize, um, you know, how how much um, we all have in common in, in terms Absolutely. of. Absolutely. I you think know, I think the biggest thing though is like the the fear because they don't know about Jesus. They don't know about God. They don't know about church or spiritual spiritual battles. They don't know any of that stuff. I mean, that's where I think men kind of cower down because it's like, uh, that's a subject I don't know about, so I ain't gonna speak on. You know you know what I mean? And it's like like oh, I said, yeah, we can talk sure. about we can talk about any and every, anything manly, but it's like uh, loving Jesus. Uh, no, okay, uh, I, I, I'm a pass on that one. It doesn't make me feel strong, but it's the total opposite. Loving Jesus is, is it's it's the it's best game thing. You, yeah, it's the best thing that could ever happen to somebody. It, it gives you a purpose, and to and to me, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure I could, I could speak for you in the sense too. Like, I don't want to leave this world without. Knowing that I served a purpose, and I had a, you know, I, I uh, lived out my calling, um, and I, I think that's part of our struggles too as men is like, you know, uh, men get caught up in the, the the daily grind of providing for their families, yeah. and then there's there's so much more that goes into it, and um, you know, realizing like each person has their own calling in a different way, you know, so. I mean, fellowship is great, dude. Absolutely, um, man. That's that's the best thing, man. Best yeah, thing. No, it, it definitely is. I'm going to I'm going to ask you another question. Um, what is something you want to teach your kids, or what is what is something you want to instill into your kids about the Lord? About the Lord. Um. I, I guess kind of piggybacking off of what we just had talked about, dude, it's like we we all experience hardships mm-hmm. um, and tragedy on different levels, mm-hmm. right? Um, but all of us at some point will. Absolutely. And um, going through hardships, it, it doesn't mean that God doesn't love you or he's angry with you. Um, unfortunately, I mean, hardship is just a normal part of life. Yeah. Um, but it's the struggle that we go through is how we grow. Yeah. And, mm. and ultimately, it's how we build our testimony. 
Amen. Um, and that's when we need to lean on on our faith the most. Um, you know, we we have to be tested in order to to develop our character ultimately. Um, so I I really want for my kids. Uh, I mean, they're they're everything to me, right? Yeah. They get your kids. One, you know, you they say um, you don't really know love until you have have kids. Yeah. Or build or build your relationship with God. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's a, it's a different type of love to make you. It's a, it's a, honestly it's it's the same type of love that makes you want to be a better person. You know, you want to be a better person for God. I want to be a better person for my kids. Um, I want to give my kids the guidance that I didn't have. Yeah. Um, you know, I was raised by a single mother. She did the best she could. She had me when she was 18 years old. She did the best that she could for what she knew. Um, you know, appreciate her more than she she'll ever know. Yeah. Um, but I know, as a man, I know how important it is to to be missing that piece, or yeah. how how vital it is to be missing that piece. So I want to be there to you know to to help them through those things. Yeah. To, to to let them know, like, don't be angry at God for these things. Like, it, it, you know, these aren't why he's not letting these things happen to you. But, you know, every day is a test. And yeah. wow. th- these are the things that we need to go through to build our, to strengthen our faith. And, you know, they can, they're, they're going to get older and they're going to have questions about, you know, their siblings and stuff. And, you know, it's just like, you know, I want to be there to, I want to be a better person for them. Um, I want to be a better father. I want to be a better Christian. Um, you know, I, I, I want to set the example that I would have wanted for me. And I know that God would want me to be, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like every single day I ask, um, I ask God to help me live a little more like Christ. It's mm. a long, I mean, we'll never get there. Right, right, right. right. So, so that's a lifelong journey. So it's it's a question that we, it's, it's, it's a, uh, you know, a prayer that we can have every single day. I really do. I ask every single day, oh, yeah. you know, help, help me live a little more. And, and every day he'll sprinkle a little bit more on you. You know, and, and right now, especially going through this quarantine thing, man, it's like, woo, temptation. We are yeah. struggling with our kids. <laughs> um Praying a little bit more. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Deeper prayer and everything. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's a uh, it's a blessing in disguise for sure, I believe. Everything that we're going through now because Amen. we're able to instill some of these things, um, like gratitude. You know, gratitude is huge. And that's we you know, I wake up every single day and I practice gratitude just because it's it's you know, these are things that it's it's easy to roll out of bed in the morning and be like, ah, oh, you know, it's like you stub your toe on the, uh, the bed and then you're angry and you roll out and then, you, you know, you, you drop your uh, your clippers on your foot and then all of a sudden now you're in this, this bad mood. But, you know, the first thing I do in the morning is I wake up, I pray, I pray for guidance. Um, you know, I pray for wisdom. I pray for the words to speak. I mean, I, I pray, mm-hmm. and then I, uh, you know, I give grace, and I, you know, I practice gratitude. Thank God for everything that. If, if you wake up every single morning and you practice gratitude and you give thanks to, 
I mean, you can easily give thanks to 20, 20 things that we take for granted, right? Oh, man, absolutely. All of, a, all of a sudden, you're feeling so much better. Yeah. So, so as a father, going back to that, we try to um, try to humble our kids in that sense as well. You know, mm-hmm. gratitude is very important. Yeah. Um, because, you know, even though we're going through this quarantine right now, it's like it could be worse. Oh, you know? God, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're that's like that's like what I uh, that's like what I tell the kids too. I go, I go, guys, you guys got to be thankful for everything, every day. Thankful. I mean, you might not have what you want to eat today, but be thankful that you got something going into your stomach because there's kids that that are in your class, that's in your school that do not are not getting meals because they don't because because school is closed. Yeah. So guys, you guys got to be thankful and appreciative for everything. They might complain about eating green beans or whatever the case may be, but it's like, I get it, but this is, one, this is what you got to eat for nutrients, and it's good for you. And, and yeah. two, it's, it's, it's a blessing from the Lord. I mean, it's like we, I, I, we, me and my wife, we tell them all the time to remember the Lord. Like, like know Christ for yourself. Don't look at mommy and daddy, but Go to God for yourself. Like know Him. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's not about it's mommy and daddy. We God blesses us to be able to do the stuff that we're able to do, but it's God first to have that relationship with God first. And so, and so, like Melvin, he got baptized when he was gosh, I think it was like five years old. Taylor got baptized when she was five years old too. Jason, he hadn't got baptized yet, and so I, I just talked to him. You know, I'm not I'm not pushing it on him. I'm just like, hey, you know, you know, how's your relationship with Jesus? Like, make sure you guys are reading every day. And when he when he feels that spirit of him wanting to get baptized, once he truly understands what being baptized is, I'm I'm sure you know he'll say, hey, Dad, I'm ready to get baptized. But it's just like, I'm I'm they're they're kids, but they're under our they're under our guidance. So I want them to see a godly household, a, a godly marriage, what how yeah, how it, how how mommy and daddy have to work together to keep peace and to keep, you know, everything together with God. You know, see I want them to see that it takes prayer for stuff to happen. It ain't just because mommy and daddy got enough money to, to get this for us. No, it's it's about you praying about it and, and showing, you know, consistency in your walk with Christ. It's not just about have being able to get it and 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 that's it. No, it's that we're not we're not raising you guys that way. We're raising you to know God for yourself. Yeah. And it's they everybody has their own walk. Um and yeah dude, like I, I plan on being baptized again. You know, I was baptized as a child but you mm-hmm. know in the Catholic Church it's tradition. Um, so, you know, I was baptized when I was first born, but it's like a, it's a whole new meaning to be born again, right? Yeah, so oh, yeah like, absolutely. And it, it's this feeling of like, uh, you know, rejoice and um, accomplishment. Yeah. And it's it's a turn like turning a new chapter. Yeah. It, it's a game. you know being baptized is is showing the world that you're. You're, you're, it's a, it's an outward showing of an inward change. 
you see what I'm saying? It's yep, showing sure. the world physically, hey, I'm going under the water. I'm being this is what being baptized means. But you're on the inside, it's I'm making a a spiritual change. I'm making a change to have a better relationship with God. That's why I'm getting baptized. Yep. And that, that that's one of the things too, like um, like I said, I, I'll be baptized again too. And for me, it took me a long time to to really um to catch on to the symbolism, right? Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. You know, breaking bread and like, but it's 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 symbolic. Mm-hmm. These are the symbolic things that, um, you know, like as a kid you joke about, but then as mm-hmm. you get older and more mature, you're like, I get it. Like, like it, this symbolism is like, like once you're like you put yourself in, um, in there in, in that in that scenario. And yeah, you know, J- Jamie, she's she's been um, she was baptized again a couple a couple of years ago, and you know, I, I wasn't ready um, just because I had for for me, I had my own expectations, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And my sure. walk. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, no two walks are the same. Yeah, and we we fall short every single day. And you know we 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 all battle. We 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 will continue to sin for the rest of our lives. But yep. back to uh, you know the whole meaning of uh, you know Easter, right? Like Jesus died yeah. for our sins, and yeah. um, you know that that's why we're able to. Yeah, and walk. it's not like we're we're purposely you know going out to sin. It's it, we we definitely have a lot more caution. Like if if we. You know, if we do sin, we have a lot more like, like, whoa! I didn't even know. Okay, I'm sweetheart. I apologize. You know, I'm it, sorry it, about that. I didn't, I didn't mean that. Please forgive me. It isn't like we're we're purposely doing no, something. but but that that's that's what me, you and I have talked about. This right is like mm-hmm. the closer um, you get with 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 God, and the, the, the stronger you build your relationship with with Jesus, it's like that's when the devil attacks. Right? Mm-hmm. He's like that's when, um, you know, temptation becomes stronger yep. because he, he sees it. And he's like, oh, okay, you think you're going to, okay, you think it's easy, huh? Okay, well, let me go ahead and let, let me walk this by you or something like that, right? And then that's that's where, for us as men, fellowship is huge. Yeah. It's like, listen, yeah. like, when we talk about this all the time, it's, you're right, because these are things that the devil catches you off guard. And he catches, you know, he, he catches you, um, you know, when you're when you're not on your, you're not on guard. You're just yeah, and you don't realize it. You're like, wait a minute, like uh, I probably shouldn't have done that, or you know, but it, it it's so easy to fall short, right? But then the the, the important thing is that you catch it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, Absolutely. Or or you turn to. Um, you know, like, I, like for instance, like, I, I, you know, how often do I come to you and say, man, look, dude, like, I'm dealing with this. Or, yeah. you know, I, I, I caught the devil, you know, working today. Or, you know, it's, but that's the, the meaning of fellowship, right? It's yeah, like, absolutely. That's what I was just going to say. That's, that's what fellowship helps with, man. It helps with keeping that full armor on and helping and continually, you know, Battling with Putting on the body of each Christ. other, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah we're going to battle with each other. That's what that's. I mean, that's what it is, bro. It's, a, it, it's, it's our mission. It's our job 
to look out for each other each day. You know, mm-hmm. as uh, you know, as brothers in Christ, like we are. You know, it, it's, it's our job, man. It's, it's you know, it's our due diligence almost. To we have to. Yeah. So so how would you, you know, like you got you got a friend like with 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 what you're knowing, you know, you're still growing your spiritual walk every day of your life, but you got someone that that was in the same situation you was in. Like you didn't know, like that your friend didn't know Jesus, like how you know him. How would you, you know, how would you show Christ to them? How would you do that with a close friend? Like, I mean, like a truly, a truly good friend, how would you show Christ to them? That's, that's one thing um, for me I struggle with mm-hmm. is trying not to come on too strong mm-hmm. to people um, because it's it's really easy to catch somebody in a state of, um, I, I guess, like, how can you say it, like a purgatory state where you're like, I'm stuck in the middle, I don't know, like, and they're easily shifted because you don't want to put, as a friend, you don't want to push somebody in the other direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's a tough one, man. I, 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 so gonna, I'm going to go into it. Uh, maybe this, uh, maybe this, uh, have your, you know, get your, get your gears going. So like with, with me and you, you know, um, I was still in ministry school and, uh, you know, me and you, we had went out golfing and stuff and we had, yeah, we were connected. Yeah. We, and, and, and and I seen that you had that that hunger, you know, to know the Lord. I mean, I, this was after all everything had happened, and you were you were not necessarily new to the faith, but you were Somewhat. you know you were yeah you were you were still going you knew about God and everything, but you were still walking. You was walking in Christ, but it was it was it was like a, like, a, like you was you was not necessarily stumbling, but uh, not, yeah. not really tiptoeing, t- 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 but like. I need a guidance, right? Yeah, yep, there you go. There you go. So I, I, I recognized that, and I was like, okay, let me help my brother out and give him, you know, just some scriptures, you know, tell him about, you know, everything and and how what you were going through at that time. Well, you know, me and you was talking and everything else about how that's a, a plot against against Satan, against you, um, a, a demonic force that's trying to attack you. Um, and and just give it to you in a way that it doesn't want it does it didn't offend you obviously, um, but it. also but also as a caring loving friend you know what I'm saying caring about your your well being and your your spiritual growth so I I had to not necessarily come up with a plan but I had to be gentle. And <laughs> yeah, man. And almost like the nurture, you know what I'm saying? Just give you a little bit for you to, you know, make you think more. Now that's not not saying you didn't think, but but give you something else to think about. Like, okay, I, I see what you, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, that's how I, um, I mean, and it's 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 a, like it's a, it's another person in in my life, my cousin, and I'm I'm talking to him, and I'm. I'm just giving him a little seeds at a time for him to build his his walk as well. I mean, that's what God told us to do. Show you, I look at the scripture. Um, show yourself friendly. If you want to be friendly, show yourself friendly to to make friends. 
and and that's not in a hey you better go you better go read the Bible or you're going to hell. Right. No, it's, it's not. It, that will turn everyone that's, off. And that's and that is that's not the way that God would um would, would want you to go about it. Anyways. No, absolutely not. Yeah, and that, I think that's what a lot of people are fearful of um, in terms of coming to Christ is is really they're they're afraid that they're going to be shunned and um, they're shunned and kind of uh, judged, right? In a sense, yeah. And you're not, man. Like, dude, come, you can come to me and talk to me about anything, dude. Yeah. I've been through I've been through so much in the last few years that I will not judge you for, you can come to me. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm not perfect and I'm not Christ. So right. I'm not as um, sympathetic as, as, as him, but for, for the most part, hypothetically, like you can come to me about just about anything and I'll accept you because yeah. I've, I've realized to um, turn my heart into a no judgment zone. Yeah. The yeah point where, that, that's what the scripture says. Judge not so that you are not judged. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Don't judge others Amen. so you won't be judged. I try to live every single day like that. And that was one of the biggest things for me that I, I believe that I got out of um, everything that we went through with, with, uh, with you know, when we lost our daughter. Um, it was, I, I realized at first it was, I, I started to notice people, um, petty things that people complained about. Mm-hmm. Right, and it, and it nagged me at first, and it bothered me at first. But then, as I talked to God and prayed about it, I, I realized like you only know what you go through. Yeah. So your level of um, like your threshold isn't and might not be as high as me because you've only gone through. This has been the you know worst case scenario for you, but who am I to judge you on what you've been through? So I, I learned to have um, a little more empathy for for people in that sense to mm. to realize mm. like I just like it it's not for me to judge you like and I it's one thing that I've built for and you know my character is like I I realize like listen I try to um, you know see people out for what they've gone through and try to not like I'm a counselor or anything but right, a friend right. it's like. Dude, like if this is all you've gone through, or no, I don't want to say it like that because it sounds, um, so, it sounds wrong. But like if this is what you've gone through, and this is your, um, the the high, like how do I explain it? Like, um, not really worst case scenario, but like if, if this is all you've ever gone through, like I I can only expect you to know that feeling. Right. Yeah. Right. So right, you. Right. So to you, like this is worst case scenario, but ultimately, like it's not worst case scenario. It could be Just, so much worse, right. but it's not there, for me to judge you. And there's so, always someone that has went through more than what. Just like what you, what you, you, you thought that man, this, this is, this is the worst of the worst when you were going through the situation with your daughter. But then you was introduced to somebody who lost five children. So you're yeah, like, I can't God. imagine what, what, what he would. Yes. Do. And if I'm going God, through this with one, I can't even imagine. That's what that, and that's God's work. God places people in your life, and He, um, He He puts you through the struggle to develop you into who you're going to be in the kingdom of heaven. Like it, it really is. Uh, you know, you you you, you 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 fill out your purpose um, here on earth, right? Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. 
I like to think of us as um, like the the feeling of being a disciple was, Mm -hmm. you know, you're like, man, like this is what God put me here for. I can either, um, I can either dwell on it or I can make something good out of it and help other people who, well, what would Jesus do? Right. Like ultimately it, it really is like, this is what I've been through. How can I take my situation and help other people? Mm-hmm. And from from mine and Jamie's standpoint, it's like we're we're trying to do a lot in that sense. She's taking it to a whole other level that like God has blessed her with this passion that's incredible. And she realizes like her calling is just to, to help grieving mothers. And um, mm. yeah, we'll, we'll have to set up another time where we can, you know, we can speak, I can get her on here and she can, oh, yeah. you know, give her testimony because it's, it's completely different than mine. And her yeah, passion, her, her passion is like, it's fire, bro. Where oh, he yeah. is, you know, you, you feel it. And, you know, you just, it's, it's, it's great to be around. Yeah. Um, it, it keeps your, your fire lit too. It's like you, and, and it's like, like me and the wife, like we, we build off of each other. Like if, if I'm down, she's up. And so, and then when she's down, I'm up. So it's like we're 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 building, we're working off of each other. We help each other out to keep each other elevated, so that we're both up. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's almost as if we're walking with our backs towards one another. I got the front, and she got the back. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and if I can't, and if I can't get the front right now, she got the front, and I got the back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's, it, it, well, it's it's a beautiful thing, man. It, it is. We're, it really is. We were just talking about that today. It's like, you know, how to be a better unit together. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what you're saying, man. It's It, it really is. Like, I mean, you want to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And, I mean, and that's just, that's just what it is, dude. It's, it's and awesome. That's, and that's how, you know, Honestly, that's how you keep temptation and Satan and spiritual attacks out of your home, you know what I'm saying, and out of your family. I mean, both of you guys are deep into the scripture and fellowshipping with one another, talking, and just having that godly relationship. I mean, that's, I mean, it, it's, it's like you said, it's a force to be reckoned with. And, and, but you got to keep, you got to keep that going at all times because Satan, once that, once that, that guard drops down a little bit on one, well, more than likely it'll be, the woman, because she's the weaker one, you know, and and that's right. when he comes in and tries to attack. And but we, I know we had talked about this um, a while back, but uh, you know, I, I think we so kind of touching on your last um, your last question that you asked me about the guidance that we would give to a friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, me and you had talked about the time that I was talking to a friend of ours, and he lives in Las Vegas, and he's, yeah. dealing, he's dealing with temptation um, on a daily, right? And you get yeah, it's, it's, it's wearing on him. And, you know, the, in, in a city like that, like the city of sin is real, right? And you're constantly battling every single day. It's, it's really not a place you want to be. Um, but if you can beat it there, you can beat it anywhere. Right. So, right. Um, but you're living on this high of instant gratification that is meaningless in the end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I, you know, so just for example, I didn't really get to answer your last question, but 
um, for me, in the, you know, talking to him when when he was down, it was like, listen, dude, the feeling of beating temptation mm. is so much greater than falling into it, yeah. thinking that thinking that it was going to be good, right? Because there's, I mean, there's so many different things that come along with, um, you know, with the devil's plan, right? He's like, you know, it, and and you you feel it afterwards. You're like, I shouldn't have done that, or I got, you know, I got too drunk last night, or, um, you know, it, it, there's there's so much stuff, and like you you're just you you feel so bad and down on yourself right after you go through that you fall into temptation and then you just feel terrible yeah but oh, yeah. But, but once because you, you were just chasing this high but when you can get to a point where you notice it and you can beat it yeah. man that's that feeling is like no other because and then, you, you, then you're on a spiritual high yeah that never that never that lets down no dude at, at all and you know, I I told you I just took the trip to uh, to Las Vegas with him, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I mean, like I, you know, we 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 talk every single day, and you know, I you know I, I battle, um, you know, I, I like to drink beer. My goal as a you know is to ultimately is to never get drunk again. Yeah, I fall yeah, short absolutely. of it. I, absolutely, I fall, I fall short of it. Um, <laughs> I, I I do, but. Not not in the sense to where like I, I've changed my ways so much, and it, I mean it's it's been a, a long time. So um, we took our took our trip. I went to Vegas with them for three days, and it's Vegas, right? Yeah, oh yeah. I, I did not get drunk one time. I think I might have had two or three beers each night at the tops, mm-hmm. and the whole day. And dude, the feeling was like, dude, we were we were just on a whole. Him and I were just on a whole different um, wavelength. Like right. our our conversation was spiritual. Um, we were about bettering ourselves, and I felt so much better, dude. Like, they're like, you went to Vegas and you didn't party. I was like, no, I, oddly no. <laughs> yeah, right. but dude, right. it was the best because that's the, a that's a lifestyle change that wants to happen that you want to happen that you want to keep you want to keep that that spiritual realm, you want to, you want to stay in that spiritual bubble, you know, and, and like you said, with it being Vegas, it's just like, man, it's just everywhere. You know, temptation and sin, it's called sin city. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's like, it's hard to think that hey, a Christian, two Christians that went to Vegas, or, well, one lives in Vegas and then there's another Christian that went to Vegas to visit them and they didn't sin. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost mind boggling. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the feeling though is you feel so good, right? You're like, yeah, man, like you know, you didn't have to take that 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 uh that 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 next flight home hungover, yeah. and you're like, oh, dude, it's this is this is what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> but once you know better, you do better. You know what I mean? Right, and you know, like and like I said, not I I, I hold myself to a different expectation now. Um, you know, I I I do drink beer, um, but I but I found out that okay, well, what what do I drink the the least of, um, in terms of like, I want to sip on beer mm-hmm. now instead of just drinking it. Like if I'm gonna mm-hmm. have a if I'm gonna if I'm gonna I want to enjoy my drink and have a beer with you while I'm talking to you, 
And mm-hmm. that's that. Like, I don't need to, like, if I had a beer or two while me and you were just in conversation, that was all I needed. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't yeah. need it. But, like, I've got to a point where, like, okay, I enjoy this kind. But I'm not drinking for that You're not drinking high. to get drunk. Yeah, you're not drinking, not drinking for, for that, that feeling. Yeah. That yep. feeling. No, I'm, I'm drinking because I can and I can control it. Yeah. And the feeling of being able to control it and to shut it off is is huge, especially when you, you know, coming from to where, the, you know, I've been in life where I couldn't shut it off. Oh, yeah. And, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. which is, you know, there's been plenty of things where, you know, I, I fasted from alcohol for 33 days because it was probably five years that I, you know, hadn't. Yeah. Had you know, went, almost every day or something. Almost, I mean, it felt like it. And then I, yeah. you know, you give yourself um, tasks, right? Like yeah, spiritual right. tasks. Yep. And then that, but that feeling when I beat it was like, man, like this I is incredible. I, I, I could die this with me. I mean, that that's how, honestly how you feel because that's what you know. It was like it wasn't it wasn't by my will alone. It was because God had protection over me and kept me on track. And then, I had I had that fear of the Lord. I had that reverence for Him to not want to do that. Yeah, it's the truth, dude. It, it really is, man. And it, it's it's a great feeling though once you can finally. Uh, and, you know. and I mean that goes into a, another thing. I was just thinking that goes into like a scripture, like what when when you are like going through something like what's what's your scripture like your favorite scripture or something or a scripture that you lean on to you know help you through it that that reminds you okay yep it's time to get back to Christ so this uh, man i have a couple um but one in particular it relates to what we were just talking about and let me find it While you're looking for yours, I'll, I'll find mine. Mine is uh, Psalm 28.7. That was the first scripture that I actually have a tattooed on me. Um, and it, it's just. It, oh, you have a tattoo, Melvin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was it's, just kidding. See, and that's what, you know, I don't like seeing, um, you know, people who are on the bubble of coming in thinking that they're going to be judged for. Uh, for for things like that, like dude, it's like we are as as Christians, like we are, you know, we we're the most accepting, non-judgmental. Um, yeah, you know, that, that's our I mean, that's goal. how you have to be. Yeah, for sure. Amen, man. But yeah, let's hear it though. Mine is uh, Psalm twenty-eight and seven. It says, "The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in Him, and He helps me." That's, I mean, that's the A clause of it. And then uh, the B clause is my heart leaps for joy, and with my song, I praise him. But I got the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted him, and he helps me. That's what I have tattooed on me. Because, so I mean, it, and it, it's just it because that that's me remembering that, you know, it's not just me. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is He's what elevates me. He's my shield. He's the one that protects me from everything. And so I have to, I have to give my heart to him and trust in him. Man, that's awesome, dude. And so yeah. that, that's one. And then the other one is, uh, 
Joshua twenty four fifteen. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I mean, that's my that is my go to. Um, that's how I. That's what I think about every day. How can I lead my household, my family, more to Christ, for them to know Jesus more? And not about it's not about Xbox, iPad, PlayStation, ain't none of that. iPhone. It's about we 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 are serving the Lord. So let's get everything off. Let's. This is time that we're we're going to read, and that's just something that I instilled that uh, and it, me and the wife instilled into us. So that's my go-to scripture right there. And and as a minister, man, like that is that's your mission too. Yeah. Ultimately, like you know that it, it really is. Um, God, I mean, you're just that that's that's your everyday um, mission that you go to. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's a little bit deeper than mine, um, but we, as we talked about earlier, um, you know, in terms of like fellowship for each other, mm-hmm. uh, Galatians uh, six one it says, uh, brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him mm-hmm. in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. So yeah. it, to me, it's like how you touched on like your approach, right? Mm-hmm. It's like when you like what, say for instance, like when we kind of reconnected in in uh, in our faith, right? It's like yeah. yep. you were like you had to be gentle, and in the scripture it says, um, restore him in a spirit of gentleness. And it's it to me it's it's huge because it is a way that. Um, when you are preaching God's word, you want it to be um, impacting on them. So it's you're like, I want it to mean something, and yeah. I want to feel the situation out, and I want to be there for you, though, ultimately. Like, yeah. I want to help you the best way that I can so, you know, I could do God's duty and, you know, help you get closer to Christ, ultimately. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, another one that I have is pretty deep, but I, I think it's more so um, it, it's it's relative to what we have going on today. And it's Second Corinthians 9, uh, 8 through 11. Uh, besides, God is able to make every blessing of your overflow for you. So that in every situation, you will always have all you need for any good work. As it is written, he scatters everywhere and gives to the poor. His righteousness lasts forever. Now he who supplies seed to the farmer and bread to eat will also supply you with seed and multiply it and enlarge the harvest that results from your righteousness. In every way, you will grow richer and become even more generous. And in this, will cause others to give thanks to God because of us. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, it's, so it's like, man, you it, it, it's our way of um, serving God, but in a way that it makes people um, think twice about why he did that, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. man, like he didn't have to do that, right? Like that's how I feel. Going out of your way, you're doing things, um, not because you have to or you feel like it's right, but like your heart is telling you, like, this is, 
I know this is what God would want me to do, and this is what my heart's telling me to do. And ultimately, you know, there there's plenty of situations or plenty of times where I've seen people do it, and you're like, man, like you're so you just want to give them like a you know, a mile away high five, like, man, that's awesome, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And you, you see people, you know, doing these things, and it's like, that's where it's at, man. Like, to me, at the end of the day, uh, we should always strive to, to, to help out the, you know, help the next person. Um, it's huge. It's like the, it's, the feeling of satisfaction. Like I, I can't get through my day. It's one of the, like, for me, I ask not only for blessings, but I ask to be a blessing every day. Mm, yeah. And it, it's, it's like the, the saying, like, if you're blessed, be a blessing. Yeah. Because it's true. If you um, give it, if you, if you got it, give it, you know what I mean? If you got a blessing for the day, give a blessing for a day. Yeah. And, and you just see it. Like that's what Jesus would do. Yeah. Right. Like how much, man, he just gave and gave and gave and gave and gave. And we can never obviously, you know, live up to, you know, what he, what he's done, but we could try, like I said, you know, in the beginning, I, I pray to be more like Jesus each day. We we're always going to fall short of it. Yeah. But man, like that to me, the, the feeling, if I can help somebody out, whether it be fellowship, um, just, you know, spreading God's word, helping somebody just uh, in, in any in any situation, anyway, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, that's an opp- helping them is any kind of way is an opportunity for them to see Christ, for them to potentially see Christ, and see that okay, this person isn't doing this because of they want something out of it. They're doing it because they truly care about me and want my well-being better. Yeah. Wow, it, it, that's it's something about that. Let me let me look into that. Well, you know, and then that's when that conversation can spark about Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's like the, for the especially for the non-believers, right? Every, yeah. yeah, those are the ones that it, it, for me, I'm not so um, like you're more experienced in that sense. Like that's a task that you're more, um, you know suited to tackle than I am. But like the non believers is like you're you probably wake up like, hey, this is my chance to change a life. Like break it down. Like, okay, well, you know, you, you come across somebody who could be this big bad biker dude who yeah. <laughs> um may have you know, who knows what his history is, right? But yeah. he yeah. he ha- he has a he's lived a sinful life. Um but he's at a point in his life where he's like has nothing. And where you could come in and potentially change this man's life, yeah, to where yeah. you could be impactful, to where they're like, wait a minute, like I'm this big bad skinhead biker dude, and you're this, um, you know, you're this uh, cool black minister. <laughs> like, why would you want to help me? Right? Love, but, man. That's what it's about. Love, and it's and not necessarily. It's not just me. I mean, it, it's anybody. Like, you can use your words. I mean. I mean, like, like I said, we're all. If you're a believer in Christ, we're all a mouthpiece for Him, and 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 that's where, um, like the world we live in is so divided that people need to see that yeah. once in a while, right? Yep. To be reminded, like, 
that's what Christ, that's what he stands for. Yep. I mean, look at me and you, man. I mean, we're <laughs> two peas in a pod. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Best friends man. for, for 20, 23, 24 man. years. I mean, I mean, no, it, Dude, it, it's nothing. Like, and these are these are the little things that like, um, that go on in the world, but like we don't see just yeah. because of our because of our heart, right? Yep. Like, yep. like we we see the good in people, and it's, you know, but it, it's it's amazing when you see scenarios like that, and you you know see the impact that you can have on somebody's life that they could have went the complete opposite direction. Yeah. But you yep. did one little deed um, that, you know, went such, you know, it's one of those things that's like, it's the littlest things that, that count, right? Just yeah. do the, the little gestures that you don't know how far they can go. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Amen, bro. I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm, like I said, like like we talked about from the beginning, man. We've been on here what almost an hour and a half, almost. I mean, we just it's it's just it's just two two men that love God just having a conversation, bro. I, I appreciate you so much, man. Amen. I, I know we couldn't. Likewise, we got we got that we got that that six foot rule, so we had to do it over the phone. You know what I mean? So, but we, we got it in, and I appreciate you, bro. Hey, man, for sure, dude. We uh. You know, I appreciate you having me on here. Like I said, oh, yeah. it's my, uh, it's my, uh, it's my first podcast, so it, it went good, man. Yeah, it went really good, bro. Lord willing, man, we, you'll be on here plenty more times, man. Because I like to have, I'm a, I'm a start having people that love Jesus on the podcast, man. I just, just I want a fellowship. I mean, just talk because we never know who this could reach or who, you know, someone may need to hear somebody other than me. You know what I mean? So I, I, I appreciate you, bro. I really do. Any Anytime, man. Anytime. You know that. Oh, yeah. I appreciate right, you man. having me. I appreciate you too, bro. It's like almost midnight here. So, <laughs> I mean, got to get the kids to bed and everything. But, man, I, I really do appreciate you, man. I, I'll I'll get with you and I'll talk to you later, bro. That sounds good, man. When all, when all this is over, dude, we'll have to uh, get around to golfing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Have a good night, dude.